every single day. People want to connect with someone who... Self-expression is life. It is the challenge. It's a challenge of life. You can't get mad at other people for not seeing your vision. It was all about a grind. Like, like I said, I was selling CDs, DVDs, and clothes out the trunk of my Whatever car. Whatever it takes. This is for the people. Don't forget that. What's up, Lug Life family? Zach here, episode 17. I'm here with Rico and Carol. Uh, we are at Cakes NYC. This is Remix Market's next door neighbor. We're at 1040 44th Drive in Long Island City. Thank you guys so much for joining the, the podcast. Um, if you don't mind, just start off introducing who you are and you know how you got to this point. There you go, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my name is... Uh, my first name is Raymond. My middle name is Rico. I'm only known as uh, Rico. Uh, if you catch me as Raymond, I'm in the suit. <laughs> and you catch me on Rico, I'm Rico right now. <laughs> I, <love that. laughs> I am a super entrepreneur. I am a real estate entrepreneur. Ever since I was young, I, um, I wanted to be somebody in life. I wanted to be somebody that was more than the average Joe, you know? I was the guy that you actually got to, that got, that got to watch all the people passing by, what they wore, uh, what kind of life they lived, what kind of car they drove, what kind of house they lived in, you know, and, um, and then I looked at where my life was as a youngin' and... Uh, where are you from? I'm, well, I'm from Brooklyn. Born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, and, uh, but then sent away mm. as a mutt. Yeah, I guess mm. you could say, you yeah. know. Uh, but anyway, I started uh, looking at people for who they are and what they were doing and um, wanted to be more. My life wasn't the best, you know. My father died at AIDS, 97, April 1st. Uh, my mom used to run the streets. Um, I have no college degree, no high school diploma. I got a GED while I was locked up. I did two years in, in, uh, in, in the pen, and uh, I learned a lot, even in those two years. I learned that, again, I need to be somebody. I want to be somebody, you know, yeah. uh, falling in the wrong path. So that put me into wanting to be who I am now, and uh, went through a nice long journey uh, of learning. <laughs> Uh, got sent away when I was a kid to Omaha, Nebraska, oh. in Boys Town. Shout out to Warren Buffett. <laughs> uh, I, when I got away to uh, there, I ended up finishing and then going to uh, Job Corps in Denison, Iowa. And uh, that didn't work out too well because I popped a dirty UA. <laughs> For you don't know, a dirty UA is a urinalysis. Mm. And um, uh, got sent back to New York and how to see the judge and mm. how to explain why, you know. Um, but yeah, so now I'm in a situation where I've become, from all those different things in life that I went through to actually uh, becoming a real estate entrepreneur. Started uh, as a, uh, a, a regular real estate agent. And of course, before then, selling CDs, DVDs, and clothes out the trunk of my car, selling perfume and cologne out the trunk of my I car, doing, I mean, I was doing it all, always trying to find a way to get money, be established, and again, be somebody in life. So um, 
after that, uh, now from doing real estate, grew a company, went nationwide. Uh, it's over to 120 locations. Amazing. Um, that was a crazy ride. You know, I gave a good uh, over 15 years of my life wow. to one company and uh, blew it up. I was the director of franchise and area and development. And then from there, started wanting to change more. We, we, the company ended up selling. And, um, and from that point, after the company being sold, I opened up my own real estate company called Level Up Realty. And I started buying, started flipping, had still had my brokerage, I still have my broker's license to this day. And um, from there, I uh, started working and, and blowing up in the real estate world and doing my thing and uh, met Carol. And uh, now we got into a business uh, of uh, doing a, a cannabis cafe lounge. Yeah, so. It's amazing. That's what it is. But that's a little, little inside. So it's like Carol. <laughs> All right, so I'm Carol. I'm a pastry chef. I've been in the field for quite some time. I started my career at John George, and then I kept leveling up and going through every obstacle in the culinary career so I could reach the peak that I wanted to reach. And I had stoner friends, and I was a chef, <laughs> so they would always used to just give me weed. It's like, Carol, here, make something with it. So that's what I used to do. And I used to just play around with it, like the butter and the stuff. And eventually, I wanted to move to Cali. So I wanted to move to Cali. I wanted to really jump into the Who doesn't cannabis. Want to move to Cali? And I loved Cali. I loved the vibe. I loved the energy. I met Rico along those that little that journey. That little journey. <laughs> um, COVID came. My uncle passed. I didn't go to Cali. Wow. I stayed here. Then we started making edibles at the house. And he got me this jar of dissolvent. <laughs> and I look at him, and I'm like, Do you know what I could do with this jar? And he just couldn't believe it, and we just kept going from there. We started going to pop-ups, we started going to events. People were going crazy over all the edibles, over our treats, and now we're here at Cakes. That's amazing. Yeah. It's such a great story, and I think one of the most amazing parts is you guys pick, like, a prime location in Long Island City, right? Like, obviously, this is where the Amazon buildings were supposed to go. They never ended up coming here, but, like, for me... This is like, when I moved from the Upper West Side over here, this is like where me and my wife and daughter started in, in Queens. And I think um, just, you know, breaking that stigma that cannabis can be used just like alcohol, right? It can be used responsibly. You can make it this professional environment. Obviously for anyone that knows, this used to be John Brown Smokehouse, which was like literally a fucking staple of Long Island City. And, you know, I think this is gonna be the next staple after John Brown's. It's like, you're gonna keep the legacy going. And, and I think, um, you know, part of the most amazing part of being your next door neighbor in businesses is watching how much work went into opening this, right? So do you mind just like walking through what that journey looked like to, to get it so you can open your doors? Yeah, let me let Rico talk about that because he made this whole thing, literally. Uh, he did a great job. No, we, we, we made it. We, we made did, it. we, we did, made but it. you really did. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, listen, the journey was, um, was real, you know, like anything else with the short story I just gave you, you know, everything comes with trial and error. And um, everything also comes with uh, a lot of weight yep. on your shoulders. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, but, you know, as Cal mentioned, you know, it's funny. 
When I met Carol, I was going through a lot of changes in my life at the time. Um, I was uh, in a 11 year, close 10, 10, 11 year relationship with oh, someone wow. else at wow. the time. And uh, we had parted our ways. Uh, and as we parted ways, a lot of changes I was going through. I mean, it was, um, it was crazy during that time for me. You know, yeah. I'm 40 years old. So, you know, uh, I've been through, um, I've, been a, I've been a diamond in the rough for a while, you know. And um, at least in business. And with those changes, I also was like, man, I got to I gotta keep the heat going because no matter what in my mind, it's grind time. Yep. You know what I mean? It's grind time because, uh, you know, a lot of people, they fall into situations in their life where they fall off. They get, um, um, they get comfortable or not just comfortable, but they allow other things in their life to take over them and it doesn't allow them to move over to proceed with a dream of, again, yeah. for me it was becoming more than life, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, my, my father, you know, used to run the streets real heavy, he was a hustler. Uh, my mom was a hustler too, you know what I mean? And she gets busy, you know, it's up to the days, she gets busy. She gets busy with us, which we'll get into a little bit, but, you know, um, looking at where the next thing for yourself is and when you're, you're going into life, it's like, okay, now when you make decisions, they're really like, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, it's like okay, we got to make these decisions and how do we go about it and how we're going to make it happen. And falling into this, I said, you know what, Cal, this is what we're going to do because we were talking about this. I'm like, she told me about that jar that she brought in. Listen, I, I had a little connection. I said, let me get the, this jar. She only wanted a little bit, actually. I did. Uh, I wanted, like, a small little jar. You got a little jar. scared. You're like, what am I no, going to do? No, I was just like, let me experiment. Let's yeah, see course, what it I is. Yeah. But this one over here gets me this huge <laughs> jar. Well, something tells me that's his style, right? You wanted to, like, try and do a trial and error. And he's like, how can I turn this into a whole business? Literally, literally. And, um... Uh, and because during COVID, I'm a grinder. You know, I was getting, I, I bought over 68 properties um, during COVID. Wow. Uh, while everybody was scared, I was like buying online with the auction. I was um, going to, I was, I mean, I was crazy. I had a driver driving me everywhere, all over Jersey. Like I was just so I could be on the computer and get, I was getting to the bag, like really busy. And Cal, she, I hear about opening up a restaurant and, and then I see her working with my mom and they're working in the kitchen and her doing her thing too. And I'm like, oh man, this is pretty, okay. Like, okay, it's cool. And I never wanted a, I never wanted a restaurant. I never wanted a bar. I never wanted, that wasn't my thing because I'm a wow. real estate entrepreneur. And in real estate, we don't do that because we know that 90% of restaurants fail. Of course, I mean, it's in a service industry, year. right? Huh? The service industry is very tough. Very tough. And during COVID, who's yeah. going to get into something like this during COVID? Um, and looking at that, I was like, yo, like, we could really make a move here. Like, you know, why? Because, shit, I'm, I got that juice. You know what I mean? I can make it happen. And, and, and she does too. And I noticed that her work is so good. So I said, you know what, Carol? All right, cool. You want to do this? Not opening a spot. I told her, I said, I right, go open up a corporation. Here's the, here's the account that I wanted to go open up a corporation, uh, corporation with. Here's, uh, go to this bank, bank and I want you to open up these kind of accounts. Wow. Go over here and I want you to, to do this and do that. Like I was putting her on little missions and she was getting them done. 
And I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. And she was like, well, get me this little, this a little bit so I could see. They gave it to me like this. That's all I could get. It's how I get it, you know? So she was like, do you know what this could do right here? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, babe, but just, you know, this here, you know, do it, do your thing, whatever. And she was, no, do you really? I was like, well, I was like, maybe like 20 grand, 30 grand. She was like, no, 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 no. I was like, what? What'd you say, babe? I don't even remember, honestly. She was like, <laughs> she was like, 300,000. I was like, what? I was like, yeah, he's like 300,000. I was like, what? Off that jar. So, but then I saw her making cakes and people buying them and putting in orders and we're going to pop-ups. I'm putting on to this, you know, spots, but I'll go with her because I want to, you know, make sure she's good at these spots and yeah. they don't kind of hold her hand. I'm not, and I'm also kind of, I guess, um, again, I'm an entrepreneur, you know what I mean? And, and I mean, I'm the same way. Anything that I feel like yeah. could be a hobby for other people, I'm always thinking to myself, how do I monetize this? How do I turn this into part of my legacy. So that's what I'm starting to hear well, from you guys. Well, when she told me 300,000, that changed the game for me. <laughs> I said, what? I said, okay, all right. So, but then when I saw the orders going in and I said, let's go get a logo. Let me see, you know, before we went going on the pop-ups, I had to go get a logo, this and a third. But something to this day that I mentioned to everybody is I was on the phone talking about a deal. I wasn't going to do the deal. I didn't care much to do the deal. Kyle was interested in actually doing a deal. So he says, well, I would like to know, like, I can make a, you know? Yeah. So I said, right. I was like, if you really want to, but I was like, I was like, it's 35,000 now. I was like, now I know she's successful already. I know she's doing her thing, of but course. I'm not looking to her like that for the bread. You know <laughs> what I mean? So she was like, she, she puts up this money uh, the, uh, the next day she comes to me and I was like, oh, okay. And she comes in cash. I was like, okay, big dog. I said, oh, all right. I see you shining. <laughs> so we did the deal. A few months later, came back with over 100 grand. You wow. know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. we ended up making uh, through, the, through the deal. And when I'm ready to give her the money, she says, Let's no, this, this is the business for the business. Wow. So to this day, that was like, oh, okay. I see where she at. So right after that, we started looking for spaces. That was fun, right? So tell them about your experience about running with the spaces, baby. Before we um, jeez, how many places did we even look at? We looked at a decent amount. Now listen, I'm a real estate agent, right? Or a real estate broker, yeah. so to say, right? You know? So I already know how to move around with the properties and how to talk. I know how to work the leases. Yeah. I know about the escalation clauses. I don't. I barely, I really don't need a lawyer. If I'm using a lawyer, it's just because that's a requirement that of course. the owner would probably like me to have right. and so forth. So if I have, but I know all the rules and regulations. Like I, I, I could look through this and I know what to. I know. You what, know the fine print. Yes. All the all the all the all the T's and dotted I's. So. Um. We ended up finding this spot here because I knew about it because I used to have a penthouse over here for um, for six years. I lived over here. I love this area. I lived at the Avalon North. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah it's a great so spot. We had a, yeah, so uh, um, I knew about John Brown. I've been to John Brown's before, you know. Um, uh, and I, I maybe came once or twice, nothing crazy here. But when I was driving down, I was in Brooklyn. I was look, thinking about... Uh, Williamsburg, I was thinking about Bushwick. Yep. I was thinking about Ridgewood. Yep. I was thinking about you know, I was thinking about Park all the places Slope. that made sense. Yeah. All the places that made sense. 
And then one day I had got off the highway because I, I was doing a, a real estate transaction not too far from here. And I told my, I told my driver, I said, yo, let's, let's go over here to um, over there, Long yeah. City. I just want to, let's be looking at spots and see if there's any locations open. And then we found it. We found, I, I, I saw the spot, I saw it, I drove by, I said, oh shit, I sent, I sent it to her. I said, let's see if we can get, in, uh, get to the lady or whoever it was. And she got to it. And when she got to it, we saw the place. And I think, you know, right now, Roger will show the B-roll of this location now. Yeah. Just for anyone that didn't see what John Brown's looked like, this place was a, a dump. Yeah. yeah. I you didn't know, say that, but <laughs> it totally was a dump. A dump. <laughs> it was a fucking And, like, you know, people weren't coming here because of the environment. People were coming here because they literally had the best you know smoked meats in in new york city oh for sure and like right now we're in the back courtyard they put on a retractable roof and now it looks beautiful but to really see what it looked like and have the vision to turn this into what it is now is really such valuable knowledge to yeah. share with everyone that's watching this because i'm sure that there's a lot of people that a want to get into cannabis of course and b want to get into the restaurant industry mm -hmm. and sometimes i feel like i walk by with marley right and i'm leaving daycare and you know i've been doing this for so fucking long now that i have a whole team set up uh -huh. and i walk by carol and i'm like how's it going and she doesn't need to say anything i i could tell by your response how that day's going and i think really? oh yeah 100 percent. i think uh last week um when i was asking you if you guys want to be on the podcast you were talking about how someone uh your chef was out sick and now you were stepping in oh, yeah. and how stressful that is and you know i think a lot of people again the whole point of this podcast is to show what entrepreneurship is really yeah. about and you know one of the most amazing parts of watching you guys not only build this out but now launch is someone's out you step up someone's out you step up uh place you know you want to fill these seats go out do guerrilla marketing right like yeah. i've been seeing in your instagram it's just so many pieces and the fact that you're talking about consistency yeah. is really what you learned in your past, right? Because you can't be the successful uh, Michelin star restaurant without making sure that you know every single detail exactly. is perfect for every single customer. I know everybody thinks I'm annoying. I think Rico thinks I'm annoying sometimes too, because I'm like, no, you have to do this and you yeah. have to do that. But it's yeah. there's a really a reason why, you know. And as like the owners, if we apply it and we make it do, we make them do it. They have to do it, but if we don't do it ourselves, they're never like, going to do it. They're never going to do it. As, as soon as you, you know? guys walk out that door, if you're not doing it the yeah, way that you want it done, not. they're done doing it no. for yeah. sure. And I've worked in so many places where, like, I used to just relax sometimes because there's really not that much to do sometimes, you know. Of course. But we all have to keep doing little things to make everything easier. So, how, how does it work in terms of getting the ingredients? Mm -hmm. You know, like, how do you get that done on day in and day I out? I get them. So I was doing a balder order. I'm still kind of getting it together because it took us, we're open a month now. Now I know exactly what we need and what we need to get. In terms of quantity. Exactly. Yeah. So our first order was like extremely bulked. We had a lot of waste. Our fridges also went down. Oh no. The day after grand opening. Oh no. The day, no, it was the next the day. day. Of, no, it was the day. Of. Oh, well they were going down the day of grand opening. Wow. And we lost some products and it was just, it was crazy. Yep. It was crazy. It was that, uh, that grand opening was crazy. Yeah, it really <laughs> of was. Of course. It really was. And, um, it was crazy. 
but I go, I go and get, get stuff in the mornings. I like it, I enjoy it. I'm such a talker, I go and I'm like, hey, so what kind of restaurant do you run? Or I look at their carts and I try to guess what kind of restaurant they have. So I'm like, wow. so Italian food? And they're like, yeah, how'd you know? I was like, oh, marinara, lots of marinara. <laughs> so you're basically networking <laughs> yes. while picking up the bulk and so now you're learning. It's nice, because I, I ask some questions. You know, these are people that had restaurants for like 30, 40 years. So I'm like, so what do you suggest I should do here? Should I keep coming myself? They're like, yeah, keep coming. And it's eight minutes away, um, Restaurant Depot. So oh, I'm that's like, awesome. Why not save like a good $300 every time I go? Yeah, for sure. 16 minutes, I'll grab it myself. Yeah. So. so it sounds like for both of you guys, mentorship has been huge, right? Like you wouldn't be where you were today without some of these huge mentors in your life. Yeah. Do you guys just mind walking through the audience? Like, how does that work? Like, how do you get a mentor? Mm -hmm. And then now you guys are in a great position where you're mentoring others, right? So like, why don't you just like walk through like what did that look like in your childhood and how did that play a part in who you guys are today? I feel like you don't get a, you don't really get a mentor. I feel like if you're a person that wants to succeed in life, you see someone who's succeeding and you want to learn from them. Yep. But if you don't want to learn from them and you don't want to grow, you're not going to learn. Of course. Or grow, you know? Um, I feel like the first mentor in my whole life was my mother. She was a single mom. Shout out to your mom. Busted her ass. Doesn't even speak English. Wow. We had a, me and my sister. We lived a good life. We never. I mean, we struggled, but she made it seem like we weren't struggling. You know what I mean? You might have so struggled while she financially. Was struggling, we were like fine. Thriving. And she's just so strong, and she just—that's my first mentor. And then I met Lois, who's the president, and so funny because she's also a single mom. And wow. Like, she go her and her daughter. I'm really close with them, so they go through things, and it's like. She, I don't know. It's like God gave me two moms sometimes. I love that because I didn't listen to my mom when she when I was younger, and they they're so alike. And then I got older, and I got my mom again as my boss. <laughs> so I was like, oh, now now that I'm older, I started listening to her and taking it in. So it was like two moms. <laughs> that's amazing. And how do you feel like that's gonna play a part in like how you raise your son, Chase? Like I'm gonna be so strict. I'm trying so hard <laughs> to be, <laughs> not to be annoying and annoying no, not mom. Annoying um, but I want I want like my kids to have a certain life. You know what I mean? Of I course. Want him to eat certain things. <laughs> them to just you know not go through what I went through and just be a good kid in life. You know, be a good person. There's enough bad people in this world, and I want him to be a good, lot. do good. So what do you want for your kid? <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you first just talk about how big mentorship was for you? Because I know we were talking about pre-going the podcast, how many mentors you've had in your life, but like, how did that turn you into, you know, Rico? Um, I mean, wow. <laughs> you know, my dad and my mom, although that we didn't have the best of the life, you know, um, I picked up a lot of traits yeah. uh, from them. You know, uh, some good, some bad, right? <laughs> of course. And um, they were, they were definitely, you know, I, lo I lost my dad early in my life, and then my mom, you know, things was, things were just crazy my whole timing. So mentorship for me was one, one when I went to Boys Town in Omaha, Nebraska, and I met. Uh, they call them uh, family teachers because mm. I lived in a house like a group home, you know. Uh, so I learned how to, sh I actually really learned how to shake a grown man's hand there. 
You know what I mean? Like the next generation, we it's up to you and yeah, I, I to teach them that because yeah. I can't tell how many people look down when I shake their hand or yeah, don't even yeah. know to shake someone's yeah, hand. Nah, yeah, it's crazy that you know, and I realize that there. So how to accept feedback, you yeah. know, and how to. Uh, my life I was living on a point system I would get negative oh. you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah I, I do it took like behavior privileges right. for me you know what I'm saying I was like why anyway make the long story short so having those things I think it was like some similar to what Kyle said was if you really want to learn you're going to take in yep. you know and, 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 and move with that but as I grew older and uh, I want and I again watching people as I mentioned earlier you know and there was one gentleman, which is a very good friend of mine, it's like my brother, uh, uh, Anthony Lolly. He, he mentored me in a way of, of this real estate game. And, um, and then there was other people along the path of, you know what I'm saying, that, yeah. uh, that I, I, I just learned to watch. I learned how to move and shake with the big dogs, so yep. to say, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, but I think it's more about if you really want it, man. Yeah. If you really want this, you gonna find a way. <laughs> There's just no if, ands, and buts. You know what I'm saying about Preach. it. Like you want to get to the bag. This is how you get to the bag. See, a lot of people have dreams, my brother. Everybody has dreams, but nobody wants to get up and live that. Nobody wants to. Oh, oh. But what happened was, or what happened was, I. You know, for me, when I had to make that change in my life, I was 25 years old. When I made that change in my life, and I said, yo, I want to make this move. I got that. That's it. I'm done with going back to jail. You know what I'm saying? I'm done with, you know, certain people in my life. I'm done with certain uh, situations, and I got to move on. And there's plenty of times, I don't care what anybody says, there is a God. Of course. There is a God because I, sh I shouldn't be here right now. I should be dead in many different ways. I mean, I was in a car accident. Yep. 24 screws, two rods, and two plates on my leg. I shot, in shot in my the hospital hip. for a month. Almost about a month. I shot, I shot up my hip and fractured my pelvis. Um, and uh, how to train myself how to walk. That was one thing of mentor, me mentoring myself. I had to show myself how to walk again, how to drive again, wow. how to move again, how to be mobile, how to walk how with long, a limp. How long did that take to fully get back to where you are now? You know, it's a funny question, man, because sometimes I still ask myself, man, I think I'm um, still getting back. Mm. Life is not about now. Not life is not, it's, it's not about, about later. It's about yeah. how it's going to, you know what I'm saying? I, th I think in some fashions it is about now, but it's how you're going to continue to move on for later. You know what I'm saying? And, Couldn't agree more. And, 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 and when you beat certain things, you know, in life and you and you make it you have to yo you have to say all right man like let me figure this shit out by now i shouldn't you know you're, you're supposed to get better with time not worse you know and um yeah so now i think mentoring for me now is how to show my son what i didn't learn oh i love that you know what i mean i totally know you you know i like and this kid I don't know what it is, but he's like my healer, like in a way, like That's he's his my, name his name means healer. You're going to make me it, cry right yeah. now. Yeah. Like yeah. He's my, I, I, I totally get it. Yeah, yeah man. It's, it's, he's my People don't healer. understand until you have a kid. It's like you go from everything being about Zach to mm -hmm. all of a sudden now everything's about Marley. And to me, it's like, 
how do I make sure that I can give her everything that I always wanted? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like I'm, a, I'm a, like he's gonna have credit. He's gonna have like <laughs> he's gonna have like all this. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna have credit. Gonna, I love that. He's gonna be good. He's gonna like, have an 800 gonna, score. Yeah, yeah, score. Like he's already got a bank, like a bank in the house. He's got his own little bank account. You know what I'm saying? Like I totally set up. get it. Man. He's got his whole thing. Like this is like. You know, like it, it became unreal, and then opening up this business, it was like opening up a new life. Yep. And sometimes you don't know what life brings you, you know. And 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 and, and people say, "Oh man, man, I've been getting nothing but a, a bag of lemons." So fucking make lemonade, my guy. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. you gotta, you gotta find the the when the pressure's in. You gotta find how to release that pressure into something else. And I started working out, I started doing it. And although like I haven't been working out now, like it because I put so much into okay, this 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 thing here with this restaurant, like I put in so much hours in my uh, um, real estate, yeah. and I'm burning myself out. Yep, I'm burning. But you know what? That's why we're pioneering this now. Yep. You know what I mean? First like, cannabis First lounge. cannabis cafe lounge in New York City. Like, this is huge. Like, you know, and, and, and I'm working on every level to make it uh, 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 more official every day. You know what I mean? So It's, it's like um, sharpening the sword, that's right? That's it. Every day, sharpening the sword. And listen, shout out to anybody who's trying to do what we're doing. Shout out to anybody who's... Uh, um, looking to, to 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 prosper in life but i'll tell you right now this shit ain't come easy <laughs> this I didn't this didn't come easy this came with a lot of blood sweat and tears everybody sees the winning when you winning when it's all it looks like it's all good because everybody paints a beautiful picture but the problem is is that that's why they continue to use filters because they're filtering their life i'm not filtering this life I've been getting to the bag all my life. I've been putting this work all my life. So when you see the win, just know that there was a lot on my back. <laughs> yeah. Heavy the head that wears the crown. You know what I mean? I couldn't And it don't, it's not easy. And I tell even her, or the, she's teaching me about a lot of different things and this kind of business and so forth. And I'm really teaching her things about business, like real business yeah, like like on it. some next level like how to think and how and, to get and this why to people move certain ways you know and we we work good as a team we have our moments like nothing's perfect and seeing everything everything's all sweet like you know what i'm saying we keep it real right of course it ain't all sweet all the time and all ain't all sunshine and rainbows but i'll tell you what she has made a lot of things easier for me yep you know what I'm saying? Because you have the and trust. Is, yeah, like we build together, and 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 and, um, you know, we get it. We 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 get it. We're getting it together. You know what I mean? And, Absolutely. And it's a dope situation, and and you know, we make we're making decisions with each other. You know, there's some decisions that I don't like. There's some decisions she don't like, but we're learning how to eat some of those up sometimes. You know, and 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 and, and work on it. Or sometimes, you know, <laughs> but you know what? I think it's also a learning process for both of us. Yeah. Of course. And, and there's so many elements to this. There's a baby, there's business, there's um, stability, there's relationship, you know what I'm saying? There's all these little different things that um, could stand in your way. But again, it takes work. Nothing, you know what I'm Nothing's saying? Nothing's easy. Let me ask you a question. You're asking all the questions. Is your work with your wife, is it work? Still every, work? Every day. 
It's work. Every day. No matter who's in a relationship, it's going to be work. And sometimes you have to ask yourself, is this job worth it? Right. Is this job worth it? And the job's worth it to me, man. Of course. Because when you see uh, progress, right? this is progress. This was a thought. This was a dream of, of, of hers that allowed me to enter the dream. Yep. You know? Um, and um, I had believed in her. You know, so you have to believe in yourself. These are all things that it takes to make this happen. Believing yourself, having the right team behind you, having the right lawyers with you, having the right uh, uh, people who are going to play certain positions with you, having the right kind of team that you could kind of trust and depend on. There's people that we hired and that we depended on while we were opening up this business that are no longer with us. Of course. Yeah. Already of course. off the gate. I mean, off the gate. Like, it was like, word, nope. Next, nope, next, nope, not you, you know? And, but that's okay. Because I already knew, and I think that because I've owned a franchise of, of, of several of several different franchises and, and so forth, I believe that I'm so seasoned at this point. You get it. That you already know, you know? Totally. So people, anybody thinking about this or making any kind of large move in life, period, that's a lot of work, man. This ain't it ain't you just putting up the bread because I put up bread. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> or like people who love smoking it. weed, right? Yeah. They'd be like, like, oh, how do I make yeah, money out of oh, smoking weed? You get high one day and you're just like, oh shit, I could do this. I like, could do yeah. this, yeah. Yeah, but, you know. But you're still trying to rub two nickels together to find out how you're gonna get your next dime back or some shit. It don't make sense. You know yep. what I'm saying? So totally agree. Um but whatever, you know, I mean, you know, we're here now. Uh, the, the, the journey has been great in, in, in many different ways and it has been rough in some ways, you know what I mean? Of course. And, um, but like I said, now I'm just more about like, now that we're open, I mean, we're talking about grand opening and look at just, the work didn't stop after I finished building. After I built this thing, I got to sit back and actually watch the vision live at grand opening. Yeah, I've seen your guys' videos and just like watching you guys stand on stage with all your family and friends around you. You can see, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that smile you guys have on yeah, your face. Yeah, yeah. You can see how much work went into it and how the vision became a reality. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, one of the most amazing parts, we're on our 17th episode, okay? This, starting this podcast was very similar to starting Junk Luggers in my mind. Bunch of fucking haters. <laughs> a bunch of people telling me it was not possible. A bunch of people who wanted to jump on, get equity, wanted to be my partner, right? And then so when fast. it's and then it's time to put in the work, those people are gone, right? And then we open up remix, same thing happens. Everyone was like, "This is genius. How do I get involved?" Okay, now it's time to put in the work. You could hear a pin drop. Now it's time to start the podcast again. Bunch of haters. No one's gonna watch an hour, an hour and a half podcast on entrepreneurship when there's Tim Ferriss, Joe Rogan, you know, there's so many podcasts out there. Why would you wanna get into an industry that's saturated? You know what? 17 episodes in, every single day, all those haters are hitting me up, saying to me, it's amazing, I love it. I get excited every single Wednesday when it drops. And the, you know, what I, what I see from you guys and what I feel deep down is that hatred is that 
fire, right? Yeah, 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 That's yeah. what really gets you going when it's four o'clock in the morning and your alarm gets off. Or in your situation, two o'clock in the morning, you're feeding <laughs> your son. <laughs> you're feeding your son and you realize, shit, like, you know, I should text Zach back. And I think, <laughs> but it's true. Like I saw it at 2.12 and then I, and I told my wife, you know, when my daughter woke up at six, I told my wife like, oh shit, she's got a baby. Like I forgot, you know what I mean? Like, cause it happened so fast. And I think now we're interviewing people that like, you guys are successful, right? Like we interviewed someone last week, $500 million company. Wow. We're interviewing someone in a couple of months, billionaire. Wow. Same thing, every single person we talk to. It ain't sunshine and rainbows. There's a lot of work that goes into it. You guys are paying attention to the detail, you're consistent. And this is the next topic I really wanna hear you guys dig into, mental toughness. <laughs> mental toughness, people don't understand how tough you have to be mentally. You, and, you know, I, you both talked about tough upbringing, tough moms, tough dads, right? And, and I think, when I think about my life, it's like, doesn't matter how hard you knock me down, I'm gonna get the fuck up. Every single time. I tear my Achilles, I limp around Long Island City, you know, because to me it's like, you, unless you kill me, I guarantee I'm gonna get up every single time, right? So Facts. do you mind just talking everyone through like what it means to you when I say mental toughness? First off, I'm looking at her like that, right, because Deep down, she's a baby. I'm such a baby. You might be, Honestly, but I know, I I know have, you're tough. I'm a tough cookie, but throughout this journey, I have to say this was probably the hardest journey in my whole life. I don't think it was just because the business aspect. I think it was my pregnancy. Of course. My hormones, my feel, <laughs> still till this day, my feelings. Um, I'm not going to lie. I had like a couple of breakdowns, but Rico is very strong and Rico has been extremely supportive and He's always like, this is what it takes to be here, all right? Suck it up, stop it. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> um, so this is probably like the hardest, I have to say the hardest thing I've experienced, you know? It. like. And, and what do you think now that you're here, right? And you're smiling, you're uh -huh. laughing about it. Like, what does that mean to you now? Think about mental toughness. Like, you know, most, most entrepreneurs like yourself probably would have given up, right? And you didn't give up. So there like, was times where I was like, I want to get And you know what? I'm not going to lie, I swear. I bet Rico, I bet, and I bet Rico. And Rico, he was very. I, I bet he did exactly cookie. what I do with my wife. Like, listen, you got to be tough. We're going to get through this. Mm -hmm. We're going to laugh on the other side. But you he know what? Did. When he got in his car away from you, I bet he had doubts also. I'm sure and I he bet, did, honestly. I'm sure he had his moments too, you know, and he's been really the rock and really holding it down. Yep. And there's Thank been a lot of times where, you know, part of being a leader is being confident, right? Yeah. And like, there's been so many times, I mean, Roger has seen me where I'm like, I just want to, like, I can't do this every day. Mm -hmm. I can't put a smile on my face. You know, I, I cry and then all of a sudden I wipe that tears off and yeah. I get up and I lead, right? And I think this is what the net, like, if there's anything that we're going to learn from this that we can teach thousands of people that are going to watch this is like, that is what a real journey is. It's yeah. not about the end destination. It's about the journey up. Of course. Uh, you ready to switch over, Rico? Yeah. Why don't you tell us about mental toughness? Shaking toughness. Man, I've been tough all my fucking life, man. I don't, I, 
you know, you got to be tough going to jail. You got to be tough, you know, willing to risk your life doing certain things in life. You got to be tough. Shit, man, you got to be tough, period, man. This shit is no no joke, you know. Um, like I said, when you're going through changes and you're going through different uh, disbeliefs or not sure's all this, man, you miss every fucking shot you don't take. So what am I doing? Like, I'm either going to be a ball player or I'm going to be a bench warmer. Yep. And if I, and shit, some people are lucky to be bench warmers, though. Because they actually, they're actually on the team and they're getting some kind of benefit. You, you understand what I'm saying? A hundred percent. But not the fucking people in the rafters, not the people paying to watch the game. You know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. I don't want to be the, I don't want to be the guy watching the game. I want to be guy playing the game and winning. That's what I want to be. And whatever it takes to make that happen, and people say, oh, well, psh, man, oh, you just, uh, uh, oh, you think about money or, or you just think about this or you just, or you think about that. No, I'm thinking about what it's going to take in order for all those things that my mind created from a beautiful home to uh, the beautiful rides to uh, the, the jewelry that people want or this and that or whatever the hell you want or the things you're trying to accomplish, the places you want to travel to, you know what I'm saying? Or shit, the person that you want to be, you know? Um, I, I, I didn't have a regular job. You know, never, I never had, and if I did, I was doing something then, I was probably getting other money in a different way, fashion. <laughs> yeah. It was all about a grind, like, you know, uh, I mean, I was, like I said, I was selling CDs, DVDs, and clothes out the trunk of my Whatever car. Whatever it takes. I was running up on people, I don't care who you were, you could have been, the top notch of whoever to the little guy in the hood, you know, whatever and um, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. So for me, it wasn't so much about the toughness. It was so much of what I really want and what and, and then what I really want becomes what you need in order to say, you know what, Jace, you can have that right now. You know what, Bob, you want to go where? Let's go right now. Bob, we out of here. Mommy wants to do what? Let's go. We're going tomorrow. Yay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, totally. this is what, this is what life is supposed to be. Not, I'm going to see if we can plan it, honey. We'll do it again. We'll in the, do it yeah. again. In the future. Right. We'll try that. My kid is not even eating McDonald's. I don't care how many friends eat McDonald's. I'm going to say, but many of your friends can't do what we're doing today. And what's that? Going to Disney World while they're in school. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Or doing next one. They can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be able to just give that life because watching my father struggle, watching my mom struggle, watching them hustle, watching them, uh, you know, my father being a super for over 120 tenants, wow. busting his hump, had me out there bringing out the garbage with him. Meanwhile, I didn't even know my father's full-blown AIDS at the time. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Um... Going through all the, you know, just, if you don't take the problems that you've been through or the issues that have had, anything that's happened to you in life, anything, and I don't care what it is, and people could say, well, you don't know what I went through. I don't need to because I went through my own shit. I was just about to say that. I don't need to know what you're doing, but I could tell you right now that even through my shit, I'm a fucking survivor. I don't know. 
24 screws, two rods and two plates in my leg. Shattered my head, fractured, you know what I'm saying, pelvis. I had to train myself how to walk again. Um, how to train myself how to, how, to, how to fucking move around, be stability. How to walk, how to continue, stay with a walk with a limp for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Um, no, no college degree, no high school diploma. You know, when people say, oh, you're not going to make it. When the CEO said, you'll be back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, shit, like, what else? Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, not, not, not being able to be with your family, being sent away. Going to Spofford. If anybody knows Spofford, that was like jail for juveniles. You know what I'm saying? Did that. Did, um, I mean, shit. What else? Like, you know? Yeah, like, but now you wear the stripes on your belt. And, and that's I still look young. I'm 40 years old. Look at me now, Papa. What's good? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I get still, it. I'm still working. Never still joking. here. You're still, still breathing. Here, still breathing. Still pushing. And, and still wanting more. That's the key right there. We might be done with this. We might what's be done. Next? What's next? What's I, next? I totally get it. You know what I'm saying? One of the things that some people don't like is continued change. And like, oh, you want to do this? And now, not, but now you want to do that. And then you want to start this venture. And then you want to start venture. But the thing is, what I do with my ventures is... I mastered them first. Yep. Model the masters. I did my real estate thing. I mastered that shit. Still doing that. And I'm still doing it. Because I mastered it, right? Still. I had, this was even crazy. I had a studio downstairs in my office upstairs, my real estate office. Everybody came to my studio. Fat Joe uh, to, 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 um, uh, friends to so you name I mean a bunch of different artists been to my studio okay that's how I blew up where we're a lot of entertainers you yep. know what I'm saying shout out to my brother Pistol Pete from TS he put me on to a lot of other people too you know and um, grown with all these different now I never needed never needed them but they used my studio they came this and that so who was doing real estate and music at the time all those relationships from flying out to Miami to going everywhere I was going before, doing everything I'm doing, guess what? Still All easy. those relationships popping up. My grand opening was a movie because I have relationships. My other, like, this is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Shout this out to Fat Joe, yeah, Remy, so, man. Yeah, yeah, but Remy pops up on me in the middle of the night, says, open up the doors for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming through with a bunch of people, you know, Pat Poos, and, and, and shout out to, um, Steve Lobel, who came on the check-in. Oh, we working. Uh, yeah, we working. He came to pop out and see us. Shout out to uh, um, um, Nems. He came out, bing bong. You know, he was out <laughs> here. Shout out to Keenan Thompson, who was here already. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, huh, a, a Commodore, uh, who was here, and a bunch of other influences here. Um, we even host Lethal, the puppet up here. We had, I mean, we... The amount of people that's coming through, Royal Flush, old school rappers that I had here, Mike Geronimo was here. Um, and, and this is all in roughly 30 day time. And I was only out of, out of those 30 days, we were only open for 24 of those days. Wow. Okay, out of the month, we was only open for 24, uh, 24 days because we closed for a couple of days after grand opening because our our, our, our fridge went down, our POS oh, system, system went, went out wow. during, during grand, grand opening. opening. Oh my God. During grand opening, POS nightmare. went down, everything. Went, and again, everybody was in a frenzy in the kitchen. Everybody was there, everything was kind of crazy. But the people outside 
they really didn't know what the fuck was going on, right? We we know what the fuck is going on. So, but me and her, we want things to be so perfect and so everything, right? So, even during grand opening, guys, we had a rough time. It was literally like Talk a about restaurant being nightmare we had. Yeah, literally everything yeah. that you can expect to go wrong in a restaurant went wrong. Went wrong. And, and, and I was like, holy, how? I fucking swap built this shit perfect. What the <laughs> fuck? But it wasn't just building the foundation, you know, the foundation. It's, it's, the it's the structure that we got to continue to build on after. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't and, um, and And going through that, that's fucking shit being tough. I told everybody, they were like, you know, uh, you know, shout out to my mom too. She's in the kitchen with us, doing her thing too. Wow. You know, she Love worked. That. She worked at a, 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 a change of life. She worked at Rikers Island, uh, and also in other places, being as a counselor and so forth. And uh, you know, she, now she's with us in the kitchen, which is dope. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. Mom changed her life. She's with me now too. It's you know what I mean? Family business. Yeah, and she comes. She's like, oh my god. But my mom don't know. She's 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 again. She's still fragile to this new business life, right? Yep. And um. And uh, uh, and Carol, although she's in the restaurant industry and all those, she's the thing, and she's she's again. I think she still knew it as a business owner. Of course. So I'm sitting out here, and I'm just like, guys, it's all right. Don't worry about it. We'll make you know it through. We're gonna be alright. We're like, it's okay. We it's we fucking got through it. We're gonna fix it. We're gonna. But I was like, oh my god, but what is it? You know. But all in all, for me, it was a success. It was still a success. We opened up the first cannabis cafe lounge, official, in New York City. And, you know, we opened. We had plenty of different people come through and everybody that's coming through is showing love. On grand opening, there was four people out of, I don't know, we had like 200 to 300 people that came through to come check grand opening that day. And four didn't get food. I'm sorry, my back, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we just opened, you know what I'm supposed to do? But you know what? Those people said, I don't give a shit, we good, we coming back. You know what I'm saying? This shit was dope, you know? Like, to me, that's a success. That's success. A hundred percent. You know? I think a lot of our customers are happy, right? But the ones that aren't, to me, that is the biggest learning lesson. Like, how can we get those to be the most loyal customers? Sometimes we give them future credit. Sometimes we'll go, you know, if we fuck up, we'll go back and do a job for free. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. They are the most loyal customers I have to this 1, day. 1,000%. 1,000%. And, you know, um, but that's what, that's, that's what it takes, man. Being tough, man. You got to be tough doing this. And, you know, when, and listen, I can't even lie, man. We did great our first month. Awesome. Most businesses does not make, not the type of money we made the first month. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. And uh, this I know. I speak to the rest of them. You did what? Oh wow! Like okay, cool. You know what I'm saying. You know what? With everything I had going on, cool. We still made enough to you know, take care of all the bills and take it's care the of the people in the in house. Yep. And make sure you know what I'm saying. To me, that's that was important. That's winning. That's winning. That means that shit. What? What's and going to happen in the next yeah. next couple of months? You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think to it, baby, we open. Yeah, and I think a lot of people would look at this as lucky, right? But there's nothing about nah, this nah, that's nah, work, luck, man. This is work, man. This is work. This is work, 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 work. And I, I and I, I'll emphasize it on it as much as possible. Talk about fucking haters. And shut down my fucking Instagram, these fuckers. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they shut down my Instagram, not even the cakes page. 
They shut down my personal Oh, page. that must have been a dagger. Now, listen. I don't have mad followers, like, you know, 10,000s right. and up and up and up. Right. I have you know, close to 7,000 followers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I make money, and they're all real followers. These are no fake followers. These are not people that, you know, you just, you know, that I added. These are, like, my real followers. I don't people. play with no fake followers. I yep. don't do none of that extra shit. All the people that are on there are watching for a reason. And I don't know a lot of those people. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Um, but they want to watch the journey. They, they're watching the journey, and that's dope, you know. And I'm gonna, and 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 obviously my page is continuing growing. But I make money from my page, you know. People get into real estate investments with me. People get into different uh, uh, um, kind of uh, uh, deals that I got going on and so forth, and and or new relationships that I, I I meet online that are pretty dope, you know. Yeah. So I needed my page. So you know, shout out to Fortune been booming. He looked at, he looked out for me. Uh, um, uh, and, and got my page back, and nice. now I'm, I'm supposedly cool with Instagram. He's flying in soon. I'm gonna get uh, 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 I'm gonna get my check now. So, oh, there you go. You know what I'm saying? So, that, so for your haters, I want to just let you know if you want to. <laughs> I appreciate you because you now, know I'm gonna get my, now I'm gonna get my blue check. Thank you. I appreciate you. So they shut my shit down, and I'm like, and 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 we have the paperwork that you know on on the situation, so I know who did it. Well. No, I'm not gonna say we know who did it, but you know why. I, I know I know why. So you know not you know, to make so, that. So damn. now you know what I'm saying? Because the haters want you to slip, right? They want you to slip. They want you to fall. But we got the paperwork. So you know what I'm saying? We ain't worried. I, I'm not personally worried about none of that because honestly, I'm not worried about them. I'm not worried about that. I'm worried about. Our success here. I'm worried about uh, within my relationship. I'm worried about my kid. I'm worried about you know what I'm saying how the business is gonna flourish. You know what I'm saying and yep. so forth. I'm not worried about all that extra uh, extra stuff. So that's why I actually posted something and I and I said, oh listen, I got love for you. No, don't, don't be mad at me. You know what I'm saying? Like what am I doing? I'm working. I put a lot of work behind this. There was a lot. Look, like you're mad at me because I worked. I don't get it. Because nothing, nothing was hand out, nothing was given, nothing was received. No, there was no, none of that. This was straight, get to the bag, do what you got to do, make it happen, and put in work, not just spend money. You know what I'm saying? And um, with that hater situation, people like to see you win, <laughs> but they don't like to see you do better than them. Of course. But I take it as acknowledgement, yep. and I take it as a compliment. thank you, a yep. compliment. Yep. I appreciate you because, you know what? That day, I might have not been feeling too good. And you brightened me up because you said, damn, kid, you're doing your thing. You're doing your thing. And I'm like, damn, him, I am doing my fucking thing. So I appreciate you for, you know what I'm saying, hating on me. I'm not, you know, they took down my... My page, not in my, my, my cakes page. Right. Our page has been up not very long at all. We've reached over 530 followers today. You know what I'm saying? 5,000. 5,000. Sorry. 5,000. Crushing it. Uh, 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 and, and it's moving fast. And we're giving out a free goodie bag. Huh? And we're giving out a couple of free goodie bags. Uh, we're going to give awesome. out four of them. That's awesome. We said we're going to give out two, but... Now they're gonna Love see that. the video. They're gonna know we're gonna give out four of them, four goodie bags to people. You know what I'm saying? Coming Love through. Um, 
but yeah man like it's there's nothing to hate man just either, try to find a part find a way to participate in a way of yourself of doing something that is going to better yourself and 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 listen man there's an, there's enough room for space for everybody people say well how come you didn't open up a dispensary well i didn't want to open up a dispensary everyone does that everybody wants to open up a dispensary why do i want to open up a dispensary i don't want to do that everybody's going for the uh for, i mean right now there's a ton of them open yep you know I've what I'm saying? All over New York. We're yeah. not even fully blown yet, licensed with the license yet. And there's tons of them, right? I looked at it and I said, well, right now the state's saying yes. But the feds are saying no. Right. The feds say yes. How do I compete with Jeff Bezos? How do I compete with Walmart? How do I compete with all these big competitors been in the game that can have a package to your door yep. probably in minutes at that point now when the Wii game opens? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't wanna I don't wanna compete. So Genius. what I wanna do is I said, me and Carol, we said to each other, well, I, I, what about during prohibition stage? What happened? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love that. Prohibition stage, you wasn't able to have a, 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 li a liquor store or a bar, yep. right? So people would have speakeasies and they would go into these places and they would drink and they would hang out and, and so forth, right? Yep. Under the gun. Well, that's the same shit they're doing right now uh, in, 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 in different states and right. wherever the place they are. You know what I'm saying? This is what they're doing now. And they've it's been exciting. doing it for it's years. Cool. Yeah. I want to be part of that. I want to go and I smoke. Yeah. Right? Cool. So I said to myself, well, why don't we have something like a speakeasy? Like, we're going to do it and then just kind of went from kind of speakeasiest to just going full blown yeah. and saying, yeah. fuck it, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, outside. So I said, well, if they were doing it then, what can I do differently? Because a dispensary is nothing than a bar right now. And there's yep. going to be, uh, not a bar, excuse me, liquor, liquor, store. Uh, liquor store. Thousands of them. There's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot. And then I say to myself, well, I've been to Cali, I've been to Canada, I've been to Amsterdam, I've been around the world. I've seen all these different cannabis type lounges, this and that. Nothing by far is like this. Nothing. Totally. I haven't I mean, seen nothing like this. Yeah, I've been to Amsterdam. That was the first thing I thought of when I, when I came here is like, you guys created an actual lounge. Right. Like, that's the best part about going to Amsterdam is you get to pe meet people from all around the world. You have one common interest, cannabis. But sitting down, smoking together, hearing their journey, how they got to Amsterdam, is by far the coolest part about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, 1,000%. So being there and seeing that, nothing's like this. And also saying to myself, what can I do different from the dispensaries? Well, I'm going to be a bar because you can go to a dispensary and smoke your weed. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, and outside, go home right. or whatever. But what about the people who says, yo, I want to get to a spot that I could just be comfortable. Yeah. I could blow it down and enjoy myself and so forth. I want it to be that because nobody's really talking about that. Nobody's trying to really do that. You yeah. know what I mean? Totally. And this concept, when the feds say yes, they're still going to come here. This is a place to go to. I, you can go to, uh, uh, to any place right now that has dispensaries. There's people around the world that have a lot of licenses. But even though they have a license, they're still unsuccessful. Why? Because everybody's trying to be the same thing. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be the same thing, neither did Carol. And we said we want to be different. So 
we're going to be different. So we opened up a spot that now people are going to start, that are, which not start, but are coming to, yep. and to hang out, to smoke, to have infused foods, you know what I'm saying? We have infused and non-infused, you know? And um, we don't have no liquor. We're keeping it. We don't even have uh, want liquor, even if the, you know, maybe along the way, uh, if the state and so forth says it's something to go, I don't think they will. But if they, it, 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 but honestly, I don't mind. I don't, I'm okay with that because I'd rather not have that demon. I love the fact that people could come here, they could bump into you and they go, oh man, don't worry, you got a Dutch? <laughs> yeah, you, you know, know what I'm saying? Oh, you, got, you got a backwood, you got a lighter? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no... You know, like there's great energy. Yeah, yeah it's great like energy. I, I always tell people, you know, who don't smoke, right? Part of the most amazing part of cannabis weed is it makes you vulnerable. It makes you self-aware mm -hmm. versus alcohol where all of a sudden now you're a tough guy. You know, now all of a sudden you're like your confidence level is at 100. You know, someone smokes, all of a sudden they're like, you know, they're vulnerable. They want to like... They want to hear about you. They want to hear about your experience. And that's one of my favorite parts of smoking and weed in general is the fact that it just makes you more like level-headed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it makes you change. It's, it's a way different. And even the crowd that's been coming. And I've been, I, I, we were super packed. Yep. And no oh, fights. No fights, nothing. Everybody's vibing. Everything's no one's over. breaking. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I totally it was get it. All chill shit. The, vibe, the music was great. Totally. I mean, shout out to DJ Enough from High 97. He oh, was shit. He, um, 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 he loved it. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, this shit is amazing. We're going to start doing label meetings here now and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. Um, shout out to J5 and Scenario. They were here from 105.1. We're going to be shooting, uh, uh, excuse me, um, uh, um, shooting videos and stuff here for, for, for comedy night awesome. and so forth that's they're going to start bringing to the table here love it so we'll have that going on i mean this is a place for that you know it's a it's place a for you to yeah to enjoy we're having all types of different events from um, movie nights come i got 150 in screen here that pops wow. down for game nights fight nights uh, uh uh movie nights the um what else? Uh, we're doing drag nights. I mean, listen, marijuana, CBD, and all that has no discrepancy on nobody. And and, and, and and we want it to be where it fits everybody. Band nights, your jazz nights, you know. Except gonna, everyone. I love yeah, it. Yeah, something for everybody to enjoy and get used to. And, you know, you got to get used to us. We're here, I love man. You got to get used to us. You know, we're going to be here, you know. So, and, and then the food, what's so great about it, what I also like the most is that it's not a spot that you go to and the, the meal is or anything that you eat and you're like you're flying right right away it gives you a little bus yeah we want to keep you where it's good for anybody who is a beginner yep. that says i just want to try oh yeah to somebody that says yo i want to get smacked yeah you know what i'm saying you know? I, I can't tell you how many times growing up in high school you eat an edible yeah. you have no clue and then all of a sudden like yeah. seven hours later you're yeah, still you're yeah. still buzzed out so here the way we we do it is is for it's because we it's an experience here right it's not so much about uh, the food. It's about the cakes and the, the pastries and, and the experience. You know what I'm it's saying? It's genius. It really is. Um, so the, the, the food, yes, we have infusions, the cakes and all that, and the goodies, they're infused. But when the meal comes out to you, like a drink, the drink is only three milligrams. That's perfect. Okay, why? Microdose. Because we're going to microdose. Those people come in that says, you know what, I want to try this, I'm new. Now, also, if I have a drink and... I'm here, 
and maybe I want to just uh, just to get a little subtle before I have a meeting or go somewhere or something yeah. like that because I have a lot of people that's coming in working on their laptops and yep. you know smoking and waking bacon and stuff yep. like that. They 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 they, they called me like a, somewhat like a wee work. I said no, we're like a weed work. You know what I'm uh, I love like that. a puff, you know what I mean. Oh, I love that. So um, they're working on their laptops and they, they they want a little something, and then the next thing you know, we have the people that come in and says, "Yo, what is it gonna take for me to get really right? Well, take this entire meal, yep, and enjoy the meal, enjoy yep. yourself, and then you'll get nice, real nice, that you want. So now you don't have to go, but now we have some items that you know you could grab and 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 they're um. And, and they can get you where you want to be kind of quickly if you would like, you know, things like that. But our main thing, that's not our real thing. It's more about an experience and for you to say, you know what, man, this was really great and I can't wait to come back, you know? I love that. So that's what it's really about here, you know? You guys are going to kill it. I, there's no doubt in my mind. Um, do you guys have any questions for me? I mean, what do you, what do you think about the working hard in part because you said you own over a hundred uh, franchises, franchises. Yeah. I mean that's 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 amazing I, and I know because I know franchising yeah you know franchising I know what it took to get there and I know what it takes to, to make it happen and even through my franchise journey right mm -hmm. um, when I did this franchising thing I I opened up over a hundred, over 120 locations me uh, Anthony uh, Lolly shout out to him and, and Carlos uh and um, we went through some craziness going through this. And, and a lot of people who we opened up doors to yeah. try to, try, haters, haters, again, try to shit on us. We was going to really go to a whole other level. Yeah. And um, knowing that people are like that and try to put you in positions, I'm curious to know. Yeah. What is like going on with this? Nothing. Well, I think, listen, some people are entrepreneurs and then there's other people that are entrepreneurs, right? They want to be an entrepreneur, but they don't, they don't have the vision or they want the foundation to be successful. And I think that's one of the best parts of the franchise system, right? Is where you could have someone leading from behind. And then one of the best parts of a franchise is like, you can learn from other people's mistakes before you make the mistake yourself. And, um, that to me has been so powerful along the journey. You know, my brother and I started this 15 years ago. We perfected the model. Then we started franchising out the concept. Now we have a whole team dedicated to each of the franchises to make sure they're successful. You know, and I think one of the most amazing parts of this journey is what we were talking about before the camera went on is like all of a sudden someone makes it. You know, they have a million dollar franchise and they thank me. And, you know, I think ultimately like not everyone's going to succeed. Because if they not were everyone's going to make it, baby, not everyone's going to make it because at the end of the day, like I can only hold people's hands just so much. But the, the best part of the franchise system is we're, we're going to lay the foundation. We're going to give you the formula for success. And then you could take that and you can run with it and you could pivot with it or you don't and you don't succeed. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I know that our junk luggers model could make you successful. And, um, you know, we're gonna make millionaires. You know, I think ultimately that's the coolest feeling because I know that I'm successful because I did the, I put in the work. You know, I woke up four o'clock in the morning and I worked until my eyes bled. And, uh, you know, my, shout out to my wife for believing in me. You know, I didn't make, like when we met 10 years ago, I was nothing, you know, and I think, one thing that I keep saying over and over again, and she's, hopefully she's gonna watch all these podcasts one day, is like behind every successful entrepreneur is an amazing, strong woman 
giving that entrepreneur the confidence to keep going. And I know Carol's standing behind you, and I know you're standing behind Carol. Yeah, 1,000%. And that part, to me, is like, how much better is this journey when you got someone that you trust and love standing behind you, cheering you on? You know, if I was by myself and I didn't have my wife and, and my baby, it wouldn't be as, you know, the success is so much more powerful when you have a team behind you cheering you on and, and you know, laughing with you when you succeed and crying when you, with you when you fuck up. So, um, you know, hard work, it works. You know, putting in the work is going to pay off. And, you know, for anyone that's just starting off right now with just a dream, just keep going, keep grinding. You know, shout out to Roger. Roger. Shout out to Roger. Shout out to Roger. 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 Roger's busting his ass. And then on top of that, he's going to coding school at night so he can learn how to program. And then on top of that, he's working out. And then on top of that, he's got this amazing family in South Carolina and Mexico. And, you know, People like that is who I want to surround myself with because he inspires me. I know I inspire him. Of course I inspire him. But, like, at the end of the day, you know, bringing fresh blood into the system. It's good, man, and watching them work and watching them, watching them actually, like, hungry and, 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 and that energy that they have. People think that having one job. Yep. You know, I'm going to have this job. I'm gonna live this life. I'm gonna sit at my desk nine to five. I'm gonna I'm make a, good money. I'm a, but and oh well, and some people. But you know what? I can't take that away from anybody because that's what satisfies them. They're okay with that. Yep. Me or you or someone like us, I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with. I'm gonna work this job and I, this is pays my bills. This, this is a little extra here yep. that I could maybe do this this summer yep. or go here this day or go. Th that's not me, man. I don't think that's ever going to be me. It'll never be me. And I don't even know how to be. I, I feel that me living that life is almost like, yo, I, might as, I guess I'm going to be in a shelter. Because I don't want to be the guy making 50 to I don't like a cap. Don't, don't cap me. Don't cap me. I need to be released. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dragon in, in, the, in this world. You know what I'm saying? I need to let my flame out. You know, I need to hit the, I, need, I need to get to it, you know? And if you don't have that, in the book Outliers, it says you need to have over 10,000 hours of that one thing. Don't count you going to work and using the the time you went to the bathroom. Doesn't count. The count that you was on the phone talking to somebody else. Doesn't the time count. that you was doing anything else. Times you was fidgeting or doing whatever. That does not count just because you was at the clock at yep. that particular job or that thing. You know what I'm saying? You have not mastered that. You know, in order to be a master, you need to put ten thousand hours into that one specific thing. And some people think that their time is. They make themselves believe it. But their time is not that. Not until you know, there's a thing for me, I know and believe. I know I'm gonna make it happen and believe that it's done. And I live my life ever like that. When I opened up my real estate company, uh, I, 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 and I opened up doors, I, I, I gutted out everything. And me, I'm always to the extreme. People say, oh, you're always to the extreme. You always gotta go so hard. You always gotta go so much. I don't know no other way. 
And then I look at other people who talk about that. I look at the car they drive. I look at the house they live in. I look at the clothes they wear. I look at the life. Listen, you don't have to have the most expensive car. You don't have to, because there's a lot of rich guys I know that they're cool with having these little things and all that, but guess what? When I call them and talk to them, I'm in Italy, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm in Greece, oh, I'm doing this, oh, I'm doing Oh, you gotta come see me when you gotta, you gotta take this trip with me. When are you gonna have time? I agree more. Where are you now? Oh, I'm on the ship, it goes away for three months. I'll be back. Amazing. So, and these guys, they may not have the, the but the life they live, this is what I'm trying to talk the about. experiences. The experiences, man. I can't tell you all the experiences that I got because I got to travel the world and, and do, do things and, and see things. And, and it motivated me. Living, believe it or not, living at the Avalon, no, I had the biggest balcony uh, 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 right here, the fireworks. I was just standing outside looking at it and I was laughing to myself and I was like, I used to see it, yeah. I used to stand right there, like in the fireworks, right in my face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I used to look across and look at Wall Street, look at all these buildings, look at everything in the city, and just say to myself, I want to be successful today, because I had sealing the floor a glass going around the whole apartment, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, man, this is, this is me now, you know? You know, dri dri driving the kind of cars I wanted to drive, you know, uh, all types of different cars, you know, I've had or the type of watches that I like to wear or. But people don't talk about the sacrifice. Yeah, exactly. I was just <laughs> thinking that fucking sacrifice. And I sacrificed the whole pretty much seven months of my life, eight months of my life. Here. And here. How is the paint enough? Do I have to put one more coat? You know, is this line ran correctly? Is this gonna leak inside? No, am I, is this gonna have, am I gonna have the air for, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm yep. looking at every piece of this puzzle. Do we have enough food for the people for granted? Do we have this, that? Babe, how do we have we have cakes? We need more, like they're, they're selling. You know what I'm saying? Totally, I, I get phone calls every single day. Some would say, I have a good idea, I wanna start, but I got this nine to five, how do I do it? And the first question I always ask him is, you work Saturdays? I work 10, 10 years every Saturday. You work Sundays? 10 years every, every Sundays. You got plenty of time. You could do that, you're nine to five, and then work no, no, after. I love this, nah, but I, I can't work on that day because- Because I gotta go party. I gotta, or whatever, I gotta do this, or yeah, I got, I need time for I need, me. I need my time. No, I need my time, right. me time. I need my time, get the fuck out of here. You don't wanna be successful. You don't want to be successful. You don't want nothing in life. And you're going to be an average Joe. Yep. If that's like, and listen again, if that satisfies you and that's your life and that makes you happy and that's kudos to you because everybody has a level of success yep. to them. And so I respect that. I don't knock anybody who's a nine to five because you're putting in the work because yep. there needs to be somebody doing sanitation. There yep. needs to be somebody, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, being bus boys and there needs to be somebody yep. doing all these things. But it's okay to do those things, but what are you gonna do to get out of that yep. to go and move it to the next level? Well, Carol was talking about with robots, right? We need robots, we, but we also need wolves. We, we don't need just sheeps. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, now I got a big, beautiful house in Connecticut. I got an apartment in Long Island City, but you know what the best time of my life was? That fifth floor walk up in the East Village. 
one year sleeping on a pull-out couch. I used to put a mm. piece of plywood underneath it. Then shout out to my buddy Ian, built me a bunk bed. And I've still to this day, you know, that's what motivates me is thinking about that time that I was sitting there, similar to what you were talking about, it, where it, I was like, I'm gonna fucking make it. Yo, you, you couldn't, yo, you just made me think about something crazy. You know, a lot of people that don't want to put in the work came from a from the money. Yep. They came from the good. I I, I come from plucking roaches out the cereal box. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I come from remembering when they threw my my parents shit on the street. Cause back then you can't do this now, but back then you just evict them. You, just you can evict them, throw the people shit out in the middle of the street. That say you didn't pay your rent. Boom, boom. You know it's a wrap. You know, I know what it's like to sleep in parks. You know, I know what it's like to come from the gutter, man, like, and I have it, have it easy. You know, I, I remember looking for my parents in the middle of the street one night and that tar, the blackness on the bottom of me and my sister's feet because I had no shoes on when wow. I was looking for them in the middle of the night at one point in time. You know, wow. we went through some crazy times, you know. And, um, but again, man, shout out to a praying mother that could change. Yep. And you know what I'm saying? Shout out to, you know, uh, 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 God giving me a shot yep. at life to be where I'm at. Shout out to uh, 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 life also brings you new encounters in your life that when you're like, damn, man. Because at one point in time, after my uh, my last uh, relationship, I ain't got no kids. I'm good, man. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't doing I'm chilling. I'm, I'm done with I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm good. This is it, you know, for me. And God works in mysterious ways, and he, he, he brings people into your life and challenges you. And now your son's the best thing you said it's oh ever happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that. I can't even. I love my that. My mornings with him, I'm the, like, she's, like, she leaves in the morning, early in the morning to, to bake and yep. do all the stuff. She, they leave real early. And I get to hang with him, you know. So I do the same thing. I have my yeah. moments with him. I'm chilling with him. And now that he's three months... He's actually like really reacting, like, and right. I'm like, oh Smiling. shit, like I can have some fun with this kid now, like you know what I'm saying, like just wait. Yeah, like just I had wait. to wait three months, but you know what I'm saying. But yeah. now he's 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 ticking, and now every day there's something gradually, you know. I have this thing now. I I I call him, what's up, best friend, and he starts laughing. He's like, yeah, like yeah, you know, he knows what I'm saying, you know, and he reacts, you know. And then uh, just the other day, he really killed me. Uh, I didn't even want to leave the house. I well, she's on the couch with him, and I'm like, oh, I love you, I love you, and he kind of. He, like literally said, I love you. Like I'm, I'm the, she was there, and he did it twice. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I like, yeah, like, oh, yeah. like he did that, and I said, what? I said, you love your dad. He goes, oh, yeah. oh, like, like, like oh, like, you know, so shit, like you know, stop. Thousands that of was videos like, and pictures on our oh, phones. Oh man, yeah, that's you know, I wish I had it on cam, but it wasn't even on cam. But the memories and to know that. I'm about to have a little partner, you know what I'm saying, to chop it up with and, and talk some real shit with and, 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 and communicate differently than the kind of communication I had growing yeah, up, you know? Of course. And um, it's dope, you know? It's a dope thing. And, um, you know, this thing with Carol is, uh, it, 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 it's amazing and it has its time. It has its time, you know, at times. And But you know what, man? Like... Yo, we good, man. We, you know, we, we, we have one thing that I, I can say about Kyle that if there is a dispute, if there is some kind of uneasiness that I, <laughs> that, 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 
may not like on both ends. It doesn't carry. It's not something that needs to be carried on. Like, you know how you get into some beef totally. with your girl or whatever? Totally. It's like, now nah, he's like, that shit is just draining. And it's, oh my God, are you serious? Like, I don't get like that. And if we get, if, if it was to get a point like that, there's a, yeah. there's an understanding. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. At, at some time. But I feel that there's more of a, all right, cool. It'll be like, all right, what are you going to eat? Well, I made you dinner, or he was on this, that, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's it's just like. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't tell her this, but uh, I'm she's nervous. She helped me realize that we we had we we had a we we was having a little dispute about something, and she was like, "Well, I don't know. I don't know what you think it is. I don't know what the fuck you think, but me or you." are not the boss anymore. Ooh. He's the boss. Mm. And I was like, and I was like, if you didn't notice, I was like, I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. But deep down inside, I was like, damn, the boss. Yeah, <laughs> he's the boss. Like, you know what I'm saying? My little yeah, man is the boss. You know, like, because right now it really revolves around him, you know? And, yep. there, and there'll be some fast movements I want to make. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we got to, He's the boss. Yeah, you know you're right. You know, so it is what it is, man. But it, again, it's trial and error, and, and I love that. I love where we're headed. I love where we're going. Future's bright, and the journey is 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 definitely bright. And I'm glad that it's with her. You know, love that. So it's it's dope. You know, appreciate you, Carol. If you could have a billboard anywhere in New York City or anywhere in the world, but let's let's pick New York City. Okay. And uh, courtesy of Lug Life, we'll, we'll put it up for you. What would it say and why? I think it will honestly say, don't ever give up. Mm. Because don't ever give up. <laughs> That's why, you know what I mean? You never know what life has coming for you. That little give up moment that you have might have been your big stepper. I love that. So that's what I would say. Don't ever give up. Love cakes. <laughs> love cakes. <laughs> With a little logo on the bottom. Out here. Consistency is key. Yeah. Consistency is key. You know what I mean? That's what it is. Now, we, um, we're blessed and highly favored. We appreciate you coming out Thank to Cakes yeah. and, 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 and having a little sit down with us. I'm awesome. glad that we found the time to do it. I know we you got was, it done. We're getting with us about it, you know. I'm glad that we did it. Yep. And um, I'm looking forward to this. And, and, and for, the, for everybody that's uh, watching now, uh, just know we're here, man. We outside and, and we we're going to keep going. And, and if you have anything in life you want to do, people say you got to work hard for it. People say, oh, do what it takes. People say all those things, but don't ask. Just fucking do it, man. Love it. Don't ask, that, just do it. That wraps up episode 17 of the Lug Life podcast. Thank you guys so much. Got it. Cakes, 10. 40, 44th Drive in Long Island City. Come check 1043. them out. 1043. 1043. We're right next door. It don't matter if you go to Just his come shop. Come to Remix shop. and you'll find us. Remix and you'll find us right next door. Go to Remix. You know the vibe. We outside. Appreciate y'all. And uh, and how can they find you guys? Uh, you can go to Cakes. NYC. Yeah, Cakes.nyc with a K. K-A-K-E-S. We got it. Got it. NYC, and they can also uh, go, uh, go to Instagram at CakesNYC, and uh, we're on TikTok and we're everywhere else, and 
social media team. We, there we go. We got everything going on. You know there we go. So yeah. You're going to find us. You ain't going to miss this. Everybody's talking about it. That's amazing. <laughs> Episode 17. We love you guys so much. Like, subscribe, comment. Watch us on YouTube. Not only Spotify, this next fucking generation, they only watch on Spotify. We want you to watch us on YouTube. And nice. we... We love you guys so much. We're click so the, appreciative. Click the uh, like button right below. Hit right the like. Below. Hit right the like below. button. <laughs> and shout out to Rico and Carol for, I know how busy they are, no making doubt. the time to sit down. And you guys are going to be so successful. I can't wait. Appreciate it, man. God bless. Right. Appreciate it, man. You're the man. Thanks, man. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you so much. much. Yeah, the best. Thank you. I had my issues throughout life. So we have this quote that I repeat every single day. Episode. 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 My last question is, if you could put a billboard anywhere in New York City, what would it say?